0: Hello and welcome to episode 120 of the Worldwide Chelsea Podcast. It's your host Matt back again, and I am joined by two wonderful people, in jesters and Carlito. How are you guys doing? I
1: think, I think you might have oversold sold us just a little bit with wonderful people, but
0: we're well, trying to be nice. Just trying to be nice, you know.
2: Uh, how, how, how am I doing? Um... Man, I am reeling. I am reeling from yesterday. Still, like I, I, I'm getting texts from fans that are not even Chelsea fans. Right, they're just friends of mine, and they're they're saying, uh, "How do you not look at that handball? How do you not look at that handball?" You got the Chelsea admin going off script, saying that the uh, <laughs> the West Ham players should be nominated for keeper of the week. Like it, it's been it's been a wild 24 hours, and. Um, I don't think anybody is happy with what's happened. You got Mark Goldbridge losing his mind on his YouTube channel yesterday about what happened in the Arsenal game, about what happened in our game, about, I believe, what happened in the Brighton game. Like, There's a lot of questions that need to be answered, a lot of them, Matthew, a lot of them, Jared.
0: Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I've always said technology is only as good as the people using it, and unfortunately, the people who are using it are just fucking wankers. So you can't you can't do too much about it um, until you change the people, which I think people we, we need to do as the FA um, is change the referees that we've got, hire referees from abroad if you have to, as long as they're good. I don't give a shit. But there you go. Um, so we will get into it. Obviously, Chelsea one, West Ham one, another draw. Another, another game without a win, uh, and yet more pressure Aww. on Otter from the online fans, whether <laughs> any of us in the uh, pod agrees with it or not. Um, but, Jess, as I'll start with you, what was your
1: overall thoughts of the game? Uh, we played good for about 30 minutes. Actually, about 25 minutes. And that's not good enough. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm struggling right now. I'm struggling right now, trying to figure out if this guy, who's supposed to be uh, the the player whisperer, actually knows that he's supposed to get more out of his players than just their innate talent. Right? Can you take him to a different level? I don't know if he can. I mean, he he's all nice and warm and fuzzy, but for me, I'm you know, the, the uh, jury is still out. And I'm leaning toward, no, he can't. So that's where I'm at with the game so far. Is
2: that, is that what you call it? Leaning? Leaning? Okay. Leading. J- okay. Leading. I, look, what did, what did Jules say in Pulp Fiction? I'm trying, Ringo. I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd. Um, this fan base, Matthew... This fan base is entitled, this fan base is at times gross, and this fan base is fickle. You've got people like Jared and like others just flippantly saying Potter out. And I, I cannot, number one, I can't get there with them, no. And number two, I think that it is a gross misunderstanding of what a manager does The manager is not here to teach these guys how to play football. The manager is here to manage expectations, manage minutes, manage the men. All right. Throw in a little stank on his uh, tactics. But other than that, it is on the players because they're at such a high level and they're such great professionals that he really doesn't have to do as much as people think he does. And starting off with the lineup, which was a very good lineup, I thought we were outstanding. In fact, those first 25 minutes, it was the best we've played all year. And that includes the AC Milan games, because we certainly didn't play like that. We were creating. Joe Felix had two goals, one called back. Kai Havertz had one goal, called back. Very good run. And it looked like everything was great. And then there was one letdown with a cross and a backside run by virtue of a great flick by Jared Bowen, who was a very good player. And we all of a sudden collapsed, all right? That is what happened. That happened right when Jared said it happened, right, about 25, 30 minutes in. But up until that point, the team was set up really well, and Grant Potter did his job. Now, after that, the players struggled to get their footing back on this game, and that is not on Potter. That is on the people in blue that are playing the game. It's why they're called players, because they're the ones that play. Potter can only sit on the sidelines and yell. He can't do anything else because he's not in the game. He can't play.
1: I have to disagree with that. He can. That's he fine.
2: Can. You, can, you, can, you can absolutely go ahead and disagree, but you're going to have to convince me with everything you've got, because otherwise I'm just going to say no.
1: Well, I, I fully expect you to say no, because I know you, and it's not like you're going to change the way you think based on what I'm going to say. So I'm not worried about that. But here's the thing. There are things that the manager can do in-game. Number one, get his subs correct. Number two, if things aren't working, you change your tactics. You don't just sit there and keep beating your head up against a brick wall and going, hey, this ain't working. Because that's just – every. I mean, we do realize that tactics were changed on the other side yesterday. West Ham changed how they were playing after they, okay. sco- they, they scored the equalizer. We did nothing different. And if you can't do those basics as a manager, see that something needs to change, substitutions need to happen, and just not on the, the time you've scheduled it, it's like he pre-schedules his, his substitutions, and that's when they're going to happen, no matter what happens on the pitch. Kukureya made it to, la- to halftime. I don't care if Chilwell's 100% fit. You go to him and say, can you give me... 60 minutes. This guy ain't doing nothing on the pitch. And you're taking him off. But no, we're gonna wait. Oh, well, we're just gonna, you know, uh, he needs to get back in the flow of things. Well, the guy you have replacing him is is an utter joke right now. Whether his head's not there or what, I don't care. He doesn't need to be out on the pitch. And you as a manager need to make that call. And it just seems we're just gonna continue to do the same thing and, and say, Oh, it's gonna work at How some do you, Jared?
2: How do you know that he didn't change his tactics?
1: Because I didn't see it.
2: Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about implementation. See, there's a difference between instruction and implementation. If he tells them to do something and they just don't fucking do it because they're too caught up in the game, it's a derby, West Ham is playing better than they expected, even though they're not a very good team, and you have these players that just didn't execute the game plan. Because, Jared, there is that too. You know, there is that, too. Just because what you're seeing doesn't make sense. It has absolutely nothing to do with what he said. If the players didn't execute the game plan, that is on them.
1: That's speculation. You don't know if he did change that. You're right. You're right.
2: But you're speculating, too, buddy. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Because what I saw on the field was no change. And now Uh here's the second part of that.
2: That is the thing that's grafting your opinion is what you saw. You do not know what was said.
1: Right. You're absolutely right. Here's here's the flip side, though. If he did say this needs to change and they couldn't implement it, that means he's either one, not getting his point through or two, they don't respect him enough to make those changes in game.
2: Or maybe they just didn't do it because they were too caught up in the game and West Ham Uh, didn't allow them to West Ham professionals. You realize you do realize that it takes two to tango. And if West Ham disallows you to execute your game plan, that is their game plan.
1: Yeah. Well then you you make changes until it happens. Sorry. I, I, I don't I pass. don't agree with the, I don't
2: agree with his subs. I'm not saying Potter executed it perfectly. What I am saying is that the players lost the plot after twenty five minutes. They looked unbelievable, and then all of a sudden they stopped looking unbelievable. And that is because they became shell shocked by the Emerson Palmeri goal.
1: Yeah, well, then you're saying our players are weak-minded.
2: I would say that some of them absolutely are.
1: Well, then put put names to them. I don't mind calling Potter out if you think the players are weak-minded. Put names to them.
2: I thought Reese James uh, lost his head. And this is probably the best player we have outside of Joe Felix. I thought Kai Havertz went into a shell. Um, I thought Madueke, whom I like, I do like, I thought that his game started at 100 and then steadily declined. And I think I think that the goal affected all three of them
0: i mean I, I just think we to interject here about the mentality. how many managers have we had that have criticized this squad, not just individual players but the squad's mentality? yeah, yeah, but it's but, not changed under any manager, which for me points to the fact well if you if you're changing the manager each time and each of these good we haven't just got trash managers, we've got. Conte, Very good, decent managers. manager. Sorry, decent enough manager. Whether you like his style or not, Lampard, miss um, Tuchel, cool. a great manager. Um, Potter, undecided at the moment. But all and even Mourinho said at the end, these players' mentality stinks. Yeah.
1: And well, I, I I think it's again. I think if you would ask any old school coach, they would say all, most all of modern. Uh, athletes, their attitudes stink Compared to what they're used to in the past I think the mentality For athletes have, has dropped I mean, they're so weak-minded It's unbelievable, some of them It well, really is it's As just, someone
2: that is an old-school manager That did coach in the modern game I would say that it takes a little bit of massaging Absolutely uh, now, I, I'm not I, you,
1: I'm
2: talking about intellectual massaging Jared
1: Yes, I know, but you know.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's uh, not—it's not a podcast without it, without a double entendre from Jared. It's—it's it's yeah. not a podcast without a sex reference. he has he, got yeah. to put a little stank on it. I—I I, I, <laughs> I get it, but no, no, no. Jared, look, look. I'm an old school cat. My father was an old school cat. I was raised this way. I get it. All right, but at the same time, it is a consistent theme within this club that each manager says. There is something wrong with their attitudes. There is something wrong with their mentality. There is something wrong with their mental makeup. All right, They are not consistent in this. Now, they're human beings. I get all of that. But at the same time, when that is the constant thing that comes out every single time, sometimes you need to look inward and be more critical inward. Instead of just saying, oh, we had a bad game, sack the manager. Because this is what I'm seeing on Twitter, these, these children pretending to be adult fans. Sack the manager, sack the manager. Every single time we have a bad game, it's the manager's fault. Uh, no, what if it's the fucking player's fault? What yeah, if it's the player's, player's fault?
1: So, so the new players they brought in are, 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 are just poor, as, as poor mentally as the ones we already have?
2: I think chemistry takes a while to be established. And if it, if it was easy, everybody would do it. if it was easy everybody would win if it was was easy everybody would have chemistry
0: i think when you're talking about mentality i don't think it comes from one individual player a couple of players doesn't change you need to change the it's almost the culture at the club if i'm going to use pr words um it's a group mentality it's a problem and i think unfortunately adding a couple new players into that is not going to bounce the mentality up like you need you need to fix the you need to find the bad eggs in the squad get them out and then breed in this new mentality. And if you say anyone don't like it, out the door. And that's why I hope that this new mental coach that is done a fun, fucking fantastic job at um, the All Blacks. I know it's a different sport, but mentality is the same in every human being. So it shouldn't be much hard that hard to translate. But hopefully him coming in from the outside, not just an in-man club who is going to be all nicey nicely with the players. He's going to take a look and go, this guy's got the mentality, this guy hasn't, this person needs to go, this is how you change it, this is how you do it, and then eventually we can evolve this mentality and stop having this as a bloody problem. Um,
2: Can, can Can I speak on this for just a second here, bringing in this coach? And look, today I'm naming names. You have guys like Eunice, who is a friend of Sadiq's, that's fine, that doesn't mean that I can't criticize this person. You have people like Eunice saying, We don't need a mentality coach to be brought in. What is this? Intimating that this is a soft move. Uh, No, it's not. No, it's not. A lot of top clubs, not just in football, but across sports, they bring in psychologists. Whether it is this type of guy, whether it is an actual shrink, they do bring in people that are mental health professionals, that are, I don't know, attitude adjustment professionals. the
0: The perfect example of that, and this is where Eunice kind of fell flat on his face a little bit, was he mentioned Emma Hayes. Well, Emma Hayes, a couple of seasons ago, and it, we know this because she mentioned it on the, the Zone documentary, she brought in a mental coach to improve the mentality to try and win the Champions League.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: yeah. that is in a team that is already mentally well, fairly well going. Um, yeah. So every, every club has it. And just because Potter has some qualifications, at the end of the day, his job is to coach. That is a extra supplement, but it's not his job to completely change the mentality. So, mm-hmm. the, he's yeah, having help someone help him alongside behind the scenes <laughs> to do that. Uh, I don't think it's a problem. I think it's just people making mountains out of a molehill. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I just think it's because <laughs> we have a bunch of weak-minded individuals. I'm sorry. Um, you know what? Don't buy any more players from first world countries then. Because I guarantee those players from third world countries who had to struggle their whole life, they don't have a mentality problem. If you're given everything in life, yes, you will have a mentality problem. If you have to struggle, you're, you're mentally strong. So they must be bringing this guy in for a set number of players. and
0: They might be. It sums, up, it sums up with our fans as well. Privileged. Oh, not yeah. fans are privileged. English players are generally, I feel, quite privileged as well, and that's where their mentality lacks.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I just, I'm sorry, I don't think Enzo Fernandez needs uh, a mentality coach. Sorry, don't, um, don't think. It, I don't think Thiago don't Silva need needs a mentality coach.
0: No. There are certain so, players that don't need it, but there's certain players that either need their backsides kicked up or out the door. Um, but I you know th-
1: who I want them to bring in some mentality coach if I had my ways, Red Foreman. That's <laughs> Red Tristan Foreman. I need some boots and
2: asses around here. Hey Matt, this is it's the dad from the 70s show. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> oh my god, Red Foreman! <laughs> Jared, it's too early for these jokes. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's who I want.
1: I want somebody that will get in these guys' faces, break them down. If they're weak, weak mentally, you can't just call them. You have to break them and rebuild them. I know yeah. this as a fact.
2: All right. I well, I mean, like, look, look. Like I, I believe it. Um, no, I mean, you got, you got a uh, You know, firing Jesse Marsh, and now. They're going to beat 2-0 by their biggest rival, Manchester United. But it was Jesse Marsh's fault, right? No, it can't be the players' fault. No, it's, no because the fans are fickle and childish, and they need a boogeyman. They need, they need someone to blame right now. And it just it has to be Potter, because some of them don't have the balls to say it's the players. I do. My balls are huge. Uh, but it's just it's, it's so obvious and such a scapegoat and so cheap and so lazy to just say it's the manager's fault. Because you don't actually want to do the investigatory work. You don't actually want to dig a little deeper and say, huh, there may actually be an existential problem with this group. There may actually be some really rotten apples within this group. I would say one of them would be Ziyech. We're talking about attitude. Because the last game that Thomas Tuchel ever coached, it was the most unprofessional performance by a player I have ever seen. Go back and watch that game. And what Ziyech did in that game, he acted like a petulant child. And he just reminded me exactly of the people in this fan base that are saying Potter out. Because they okay. want their answers right now. Ugh. They're children. I,
1: I can get on board with some players being awful and being unprofessional and not having them the top. Okay? You have rotten, rotten apples in every barrel. Correct? But I will not stand here and allow no stick to be put on the manager. He has Uh, to take his share of the blame. It just can't be all players or all manager. I agree. But I have not seen him make one player better than they were before he got here.
2: Oh, it's going to take time.
1: But no, he doesn't have time. Not in professional sports. You don't get time.
2: I mean, you, know you, you you're that's conjecture. You're speculating that Boley and Co. Are, are losing patience with him. I'm surmising that they haven't. I, I think I, that they will give him time.
1: I guarantee they have a backup plan in place already and have contacted that, that manager's uh, representatives to see what it would take to get him in.
2: Yeah, but they do, that with, they, do that, they, they do that all the time, Jared. They don't just do that with managers. They do that with players, too. They always have contingency plans.
1: Right. You're absolutely correct. But I will tell you also, if he does not start, if things don't start going in the right direction, they will make that call this year, this season. They won't let it go too far.
2: It all is- I can go by is what they've said, and what ha- they've said is that they're not firing up at the end of the season.
1: Well, things change. You've we've heard this from how many
2: uh, uh, You guys you guys keep acting like this is the previous regime. It's not. This is a different situation. This is a different ownership group, different set of minds. All right. A lot of planning has gone into this. This is not like Marina and Bruce Bruce Buck and Roman before. It's not the same situation. Chelsea fans need to stop thinking that way. That everything is going to be solved by firing the manager. No. I, like I said before, I think there's an existential crisis at this club. And I think that it's going to take a while to solve.
1: Yeah, I, I don't see that. Sorry. I'm, I'm that's not fine. That's that fine.
2: That that's fine. I don't expect you to. I don't expect yeah. fans that are Potter out to. But that's okay. I'm, I, that I'm not I Potter forget. out.
1: I didn't say it was Potter out. I said if he loses to Dortmund, I'd be Potter out.
2: <laughs> okay, one game. Wow, ninety minutes to save his his professional yeah. future. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Because Dortmund are junk; they're crap. If you ah, can't man. go in there and beat Dort- Dortmund, with the talent on this team, poor mentality or not, you ain't the dude. And aren't you? Aren't
2: you? That's so flippant. Aren't you disrespecting the game by saying that they're a, they're a walkover team? This is a Champions League team.
1: Yeah, they also play in the Bundesliga.
2: Okay, all right.
1: Sorry, I, I've watched him play. You're not, you're not sorry,
2: so don't say it. Even as a colloquialism, don't say it. You're not sorry. Okay.
1: I'm, not, I'm not sorry. I've watched yes. him. I know what I'm talking about. They're <laughs> other garbage. And if he loses this match, he needs to go bye-bye. Because he does not have the mentality to take us where we need to go. He is a soft, soft little man. And I can no. tell you that for a fact. This right, man so- can't even get angry over the frickin' call. Yes, okay. So this this is he what I was going get to get to. Angry?
2: This is what I was going to get to and Matt, please give me about 2 minutes to explain this. Go ahead. Jared, this is where I uh, this is where I agree with you. Okay? When I was a player, I never got a red card. I got yellow cards all the time, but I never I never crossed the line. As a manager, I got 5. That is 5 separate ejections. They're all because yelling at the refs, berating the refs, Verbally abusing the rest. Oh, yeah, I was that asshole. Absolutely. And I I own that. But I never blamed a ref for a loss or a tie. But during the game, I let him have it. All right. And this is no exception. If that were me on the sidelines, I would have caused World War III with my childish fit. Losing my mind to make sure that that referee took a look at that handball. Anything I would have done. Anything I would have set an, a, a fan on fire. I would have done anything to make sure that that ref looked at that monitor because that monitor was showing something that was a betrayal to the sport. That dude stopped the ball with his hand. That that player played goalkeeper. All right, it was just it's it was unbelievably ridiculous, and I cannot believe that we did not garner a more violent response from him because he didn't really do anything. And uh, I'm very disappointed in that one. All right. So this is me not exonerating his weak mentality. I am not. I am here telling you right now that I am very pissed that he didn't put up more of a fuss.
1: Yeah. And it showed to to me, if I'm a player, because you were a player too there, what does that tell you? If you, if your manager can't, can't, can't show anything, any emotion towards something like that. What does that tell you as a player, though? Are yeah, you
2: looking look, at him going, yeah, I mean, well, you, you he, know, can't, you can't, he can't, can't act above it. He can't act above it all the time. With that particular instance where everybody's already looking at him sideways and this could be a goal that, that wins the game, he absolutely has to lose it. And that might include getting a red card. That might include getting an ejection because it would be worth it.
1: Yeah, and I agree. So, I, okay, because I don't talk this guy on a regular basis, I have to take moments and extrapolate what this guy's personality. I think he's way too laid back. I myself hate that in a coach. I want somebody to challenge me to be in my face, up my butt, telling me you cannot have a perfect game. You weren't. You you missed. You did this, this, and this wrong. You need to fix it up, or you'll be sitting on the bench. And yeah, if you I mean, have players who can't handle that crap. And you need to get rid of him.
2: Yeah, I mean, Emma Hayes would have crawled up in that referee's ass. I'll tell you that right now, she would have flipped shit. And uh, yeah. that one, like, look, so this is me not giving you know uh, Potter a pass on all this stuff because, again, I'm very disappointed that he didn't react stronger. And that's that is his job, all right. And that would have probably given him a lot more leeway. If we had won that game, if we were given that penalty, and Joe Felix would have scored that penalty because I think he was the one that was going to take it, like I, that to me is inexplicable, and that one is going to stick with me for a very, very long time because of how blatant it was. Because the player literally o-laid the ball out of bounds. I, it's very disappointing.
1: Yeah, and 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 now on the, the uh, decision on that, this is what I think would have happened if the idiot on the pitch would have would have called a penalty it would have stand it would have stood uh because i don't think var is supposed to um legislate um intent i think that's what they cannot do is ever say intent they can show you what happened but on the pitch that's the referee's job is intent did you intend did you just go down like people die for the ball and it hits their arm when the arm's placed on the ground? Or did you place your arm there right when it could affect the ball? Okay? So there's intent. That is almost nine-tenths of the law in any law is intent. Did you intend to do what you are accused of doing? And he absolutely did.
2: Oh, but 100%. I, he, he knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. yeah but Come on. I man. think
1: VAR is there to say, is this – it's, it's, it's more, I think you're going to see VAR be more like instant replay in the National Football League, where is, is there a glaring obvious mistake? And per the rules, if you're going to the ground, you can put your arm out. But that, that is to stop your fall, not to stop the ball. So, again, they can't legislate intent via VAR. That's on the referee. For not saying, oh, you meant to do that. I saw you motion toward the ball. That should be a penalty. And then VAR doesn't get involved. They say, okay, yeah, his arm. You're right. It did hit his arm. So if you say that he moved it intentionally, it's a penalty.
2: Jared, he's got to, he has to look. You got to look. You got to give but it a glance.
1: That is not for VAR to say. They cannot legislate intent from a video. And that's Are we what sure about that? Are we year. sure about that? That's what they've been doing all year. But they have a new director of VAR, and he is supposed to be making it like it was originally intended, where just glaring, obvious errors.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, the NBA's got the two-minute report where, after games, they will tweet out if the referee group made a mistake. But, again, these guys are a team, too. You know, the, the refs and VAR and everything, they are a team in and of themselves. So... There's been a lot of protecting going on, and I would like a little bit more transparency, please.
1: Yeah. Matt, are I... you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm, I'm just letting you
0: guys go. because.
2: No, no, but look, Jared, Jared is, Jared's argument is, is, uh, is softer than Drake and Degrassi. I mean, it's it, it softer than the Charmin extra I wet my butt with. So, oh, no convincing all. here, Jared. No convincing. You did well, not convince me at all. These fans well, are entitled. No, you. these fans are entitled, and they're lazy, and they want their treat now. That's all <laughs> it is. That's all it is. I want it now. I want a fire potter now because I'm upset, and I'm confused, and my team's not winning. Nah. This is well,
1: what yeah, they all sound you, like to you know, me. better than that. Do, do you know, know I, what
0: was? Do you know what was funny and convenient as well? Um, yeah. The fact that the bigger YouTube channels, and this is ne- this is me not doing an impression of Johnny, but I love how all, all the Potter Out videos came at the same time on notifications. Coincidence or? No, oh, because that would right, be like, oh, this
2: is the now. same guy. that says back the gaffer, back the gaffer. Oh, give me a break, Johnny Minerals. Oh, no, jo-
0: no, to be fair, jo- jo- Johnny is Potter Out.
2: Oh, but I thought it was Beck to Gaffer, Matt. No. it was back to Gaffer. Uh, oh, okay.
0: Because uh, the problem is, Potter is a yes man to Bowley, and
1: Johnny's a
2: <laughs> By the way, Nazar Kinsella, if you ever hear this, you should sue Johnny. Because he publicly slandered you, saying that you were getting paid by Todd Boley. Oh, and that, that affects I, I, your I, professional I, relationship I am to the press to him, and the fans.
0: I'm waiting for the day that he calls out Worldwide Chelsea for... Uh, Brown envelopes being paid, to which yeah, I right. right. The only person paying us is you, your court fees.
2: Yeah, yeah. please.
0: But um, there you this go. So we won't. We won't yeah. talk too much about Johnny or hey, his favorite no, player.
2: No, he's he's not yeah. worth my breath. I do. I, this is one I do want to talk about. For, by virtue of the Telegraph, via Telegraph, this is unbelievable. This is this actually is about Johnny. Some personnel are resigned. To Mason Mount not wanting to sign a new contract. Oh, mm-hmm. like 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 uh, Daniel and Balshazzar, I feel like there is writing on the wall, Matthew.
0: Yeah, well, he's got he's got to sign it soon. Otherwise, you've got you you've got to ask questions about is he is he is he going to or not? Because times ticking, um, and all I'm all I'm going to say in it is Rhys James and Mason Mount opened contract negotiations at the same time. One signed about six months ago, nearly, like four, five, six months ago. The other is still stalling and looks nowhere near signing one. (coughs) But there you go. Uh, It is what it is. Um, Whether he signs one or not, I I, I honestly at the moment don't care. If he does, he does. If he doesn't, he doesn't.
2: Yeah, but Matt, is there a a particular player – that has made Mason Mount more, I would say, emotionally vulnerable, maybe a little more insecure.
0: Uh, the next guy we're going to talk about is Zhao Felix.
2: Oh, my God. So, and and as, potentially, go ahead, go ahead, potentially go the one
0: coming in the summer as well in Cuckoo.
2: Yeah. So I have, I have already said that I am well positioned to become what Johnny Minerals is to Mason Mount. I am going to become that man for Zhao Felix. He has immediately become. My favorite player. I am Johnny Minerals for Zhao Felix.
1: No answer, there. No <laughs> answer, <Ben.
2: laughs>
1: um, uh, I, I'm not going to stand any player.
2: Oh, um, I'm going to stand yeah. the hell out of this one. He's uh, unbelievable.
0: I'm I, I, I not standing in anyone, anyone anymore. No, Ruben's my but, favorite. But I can't. I, yeah, no, I just can't. You you support uh, Chelsea and you support Chelsea, aren't they? You do not
2: Oh I'm obviously kidding. I just think the player's great and he has displaced Mount. I think this is part of it. I think this is and, part of the reason why Mount wants to leave.
0: And but this is this is the this is the problem like with what I am if this if this is true with Mount being displaced by Felix and him getting ratty, ratty and doesn't want to sign a contract. Well the whole idea of football, a competitive team like Chelsea is you're supposed to have competition. You don't just own a place. You've got to to work for it. And if he's not working for it and Jao Felix is ahead of him, then you've got to sit bench and try and improve yourself. Which, if he doesn't, then again, this is we're talking about mentality players. That goes into ideas of weak mentality, privileged. You don't don't just get given a place, you fight for it yourself. Uh, And at the moment, Jao Felix is coming in and make a statement, even for Nkuku in the summer. Nkuku must be looking at this and going well, if Felix comes in, I've got to step up and he's then got to put in a place. And then that's what, that's what you want. You want competition where players are actually acti- actively fighting to get and keep their place. And unfortunately, too many players in the squad have just had a place because
1: they're the only one that can play it. Yep.
0: And they're not even well, that
1: good at it. I don't know if you all remember this or not, but it was reported that if we did sign Jao Felix, that Mason Mount would not re-sign was reported before the winner uh, window.
2: So Declan Rice said this on Jal Felix. He's an unbelievable player. I noticed that straight away. You have to be really on your game with players like that. That's an opponent. That is someone that wants to be part of this midfield. And he's gassing up Jao Felix like he's the best player in the league, which he very well could be. Like, everybody well. Everybody knows that this player is the shit. And Chelsea's, Todd Bowley was at the game, man. He he watched. He knows that we have to buy this player. Yeah. This player knows we're going to buy him. All right? And Al, Atletico Madrid knows we're going to buy him. This is happening because he's so very good. And Mason Mount, buddy, respect to him. If he comes out and just says, yeah, Zhao is better and I'm not going to play, okay. It's kind of a soft move, but at least you're honest about it. But he won't say that. But I suspect that that is what is happening. I
0: mean, so just, what did you what do you th- what did you think of uh, Felix's game yesterday?
1: Well, I thought he was brilliant. Uh, I think that people need to understand that if we sign Zhao Felix, we probably won't be signing one of these highly touted strikers in the summer because Zhao Felix is going to cost about a striker level money, which is fine because I don't have a problem not having a dedicated number nine and playing in Kunku and 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 Zhao Felix as two two center forwards and one of them can drop when they need to or the other one can drop and you know, that's fine i think that is that is harder to defend than having a a big number nine up there that they can they can um they can sit there and and uh, focus on you can't focus on anybody if you have two center forwards and one of them drops and one of them goes forward and you never know which one is which how do you know who you need to come out and cover that, that to me, is, is, puts a lot more stress on defense than than a singular player. We've gone that route. It hasn't worked. Try, buy Felix. Don't worry about a striker. And go forward from there. Unless somebody like Havers leaves, and then you can say, okay, then maybe we can look at a striker.
2: Yeah, I, I, look, I'm with you on that, and I really think that we need to start um, maximizing the assets that we have, uh, whether that's selling Pulisic, Zich um, Mount obviously uh, maybe Lewis Hall um, you know Ruben Loftus Cheek even though I thought he played really well yesterday uh, yeah I mean we we need to start selling if we're I mean, gonna even we're even, gonna... So,
0: even some of the better players that just don't want to be here potentially like you like Zekovacich etc if they can get you if they if they are they, not committed committed to the club and Kovačić will bring in a, a a rather larger fee fine yeah. goodbye. We'll see. Yeah, I mean,
2: this is, this is my favorite player of football, but if he doesn't want to be here, I, I'm not going to lose sleep over it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's same. Ruben loves to shake. I love the player, but he wants to go. And if he's not good enough for the club, then he goes. Simple he, as that. Well.
2: He, looked, he, he looked good enough yesterday, Maddie. It's, it's a consistency. He did, thing. he did, but no one wants to admit it. No, no, I, I, would ta-
1: I would have him stay over Mount or Gallagher. Oh, so yeah. I think he's yeah. a bit more oh, for both yeah. of those players. And Ruben. It's fine taking a backup role, and he's better at what we need that position to do. I mean, I've Let's always just...
0: said with with Ruben off this cheek. I've, I, at no point have I ever really said that he is first team going to start every game because he's not he's not good enough for that. And if that's what he wants, then he's gonna have to find that elsewhere. But because he can play a multitude of roles in a decent enough way, he he is that squad. Squad player that everyone kind of needs. When you are struggling with injuries, which obviously is a problem with Chelsea anyway, Ruben Loftus-Cheek can plug them holes and plug them holes at a level where you can go, hey, okay, he's doing he's doing a job. He's doing a job for us. Uh, he can come out and come back in, come out and come back in. I mean, other players that are s- supposed to be versatile, who don't have any positions, um, or we don't play their positions, they, they just need to go. Simple as that. If you don't fit, if you don't fit the way we're playing, goodbye. Georgina went for that. Other players can go for that. If you're not good enough, go goodbye. That is just as simple as we raise as much money and then buy a couple of players to supplement what we've already got, and then go for it. But <laughs> it is what it is. We'll get back into some more of the game and someone that I think we should probably talk about because. I think it wasn't a good game from him. But at the same time, I don't think it's entirely his fault at all. And that is Mikhailo Mudrik. Um, oh, Jesus. Carlito, oh, my God. Think, what did you think of his game? Because a lot of people were saying he was fantastic when he got the ball but didn't get the ball enough. And some people said he just wasn't very good at all and didn't look interested.
2: You're talking to me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love Mudrik. What, world's fastest player that also has great feet? Uh, Mark Kukurea did not pass him the ball, Matt. It's as simple as that. I mean, I I, I watched a, not only a heat map but also watched the highlights of just Kukaraya, and every single time it was I don't want to make that pass going forward because I don't want to lose the ball. I'm gonna play a tangential ball or I'm gonna play it backwards. He just kept playing it backwards. He kept giving up on a play. It's like a quarterback giving up on a read. Mark was so, and I think that this is a, this is a mentality thing. I think Mark Kukaraya is overwhelmed with his salary. Uh, I think Marco Gray is overwhelmed with how much he cost from Brighton, and I think he's just overwhelmed with his position in the team in general and just being on this team. I think that he's uncomfortable. I think there's other stuff going on in his personal life, which it's it's fine. He's a human being. I get it, but uh, I think that he is afraid to lose the ball and therefore he has lost confidence, and he has lost that swashbuckling nature that Reese James has, that Mark had at Brighton, you know, to bomb up the field the way that Ben Chilwell does. You know, as soon as Ben Chilwell came on, he was making uh, striker runs, you know, because he, he doesn't give a shit. He he knows where his place is in this team, and he knows that the team loves him. But with Kukurea, I think that there's a lot of insecurity there, and it's truly affecting his football, and something as simple as making a forward pass to Mudrik being daring enough to carry the ball and bait a defender in that gives Mudrick more time. He wasn't doing any of that. Mudrick wasn't getting the ball. I'm sure he's pissed. Mudrick is a pretty intense guy. <laughs> There's some stuff about him that's a little iffy, but I don't want to go there. He's, he's very intense. He takes his football very seriously. He takes his job very seriously. And if he's not getting the ball, I imagine he's very pissed about it. And, when he got the ball, he's great. He's a great player. He's going to be unbelievable. But if you're not giving him the ball, he can't do anything with the ball because he doesn't have it.
1: Yeah, what, what did you think of um, Ludrick's uh, performance yesterday, yesterday, Justice? Well, it's, it's kind of uh, par for the course. It's, he's not the first left winger who has not gotten the ball. I'll just yeah. say that right now. He is not the first left winger who, is, who has been denied – Having somebody that can play there that can help you out and you don't have to go one on three, which is what, you know, what he had to do yesterday because he had no overlapping or underlapping fullback. He had nothing to help him on that side. Uh, Kukureya. I am sorry that you um, get paid so much money to play a child's child's game. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I know that's difficult go. on you. Why don't you come to try to live in a, in the real world and struggle paycheck to paycheck? If you have lost whatever it is because of your transfer fee and your salary and where you're playing, get the hell out, dude. I'm sorry. I don't have sympathy for millionaires. I I don't this, I'm, I, I cannot be bothered to have sympathy for, for grown men playing a child sport and life is hard. Life is hard? Well, guess what? I deal with horrible stories from, from people week in and week out on tragedies and how they can over, and teach them how they can overcome them. I got nothing for you, Mark Kukurea. You make ton of money. You make more in one, one week than I do all year long and I'm supposed to feel sorry for you, nah, get out of here, pack your hair products up and go someplace else, (laughs) because I ain't having this crap, I am not having it, now, if you have a personal tragedy, I understand, go away, get better, come back, but if, you know, you're getting in a fight with your girlfriend or whatever, and you're having problems, Men are supposed to be able to compartmentalize things in their life. That's what makes men, men. So family stuff goes in a box. If you're not owned, you don't deal with families. You put that in the box, you put it on the shelf. You take out your work box and you get in that box. That's how men are supposed to work. And if you don't work that way, I'm sorry. You need to fix up, take some testosterone injections and get your ass on the field and perform. If not, go someplace else.
2: Maddie, do you have a more progressive take? (laughs) Uh, I I think
0: that now Chilwell's coming back in. Yeah. Cougarilla needs to take some time out. um, Deal with whatever family issue is in the background. Deal with your problems and then come back and prove yourself because at the moment you're on a very quick ticket back to Brighton. Um, and the pressure is on and there are, Chelsea will not hesitate to replace you. Um, at all. No.
2: No. Um, And, and look, the, the other thing, Mudrick, uh, liking the Instagram post, look, I get it. I think it's funny. He probably thought it was a joke, but at the same time, and look, he's entitled to his opinion. He's allowed to criticize his players. I actually don't have a problem with it, but at the same time, I I think you got to read the room a little bit there, Mudrick.
0: I think mean, you just gotta be careful because
2: because you're you're already flirting with it a little bit with uh, some iffy things that have come up about you. I get it. Like you know, nobody's perfect, but yeah, I think you need to read the room a little bit and understand that this team's going through a hard time right now, and maybe don't publicly humiliate your teammate. Just maybe,
1: yeah.
0: Especially maybe
2: maybe you think before you he click not
0: passing to you at the moment.
2: That's, yeah, <laughs> he may, no, he will never pass to you. <laughs>
1: So we're asking a Ukrainian to feel sorry for somebody who's in a country with no war that makes I, tons of I, money.
0: No, but I, I can't I, I, speak I, for I, him, Jared. At, I can't. At the same time, you can you can laugh at something in private, but there's I don't think really think there's a, I don't really think there's any need to like it in,
2: on
1: Twitter. Yeah, laugh No, I think it's I've great. I think I think look. players should do it
2: more. Look, no, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's more about where the team is. Like, if we were winning and he did this, I wouldn't give two shits. And, again, I don't care about the criticism. It's fine. To me, it's really just about we're already in the shit right now.
1: Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. If, okay, it, if I was him, enough. I would have gone to him in the pitch and said, if you don't pass me the ball the next ten times you get it, I'm going to come back here and punch you in your face. That's what I would have said. Because that's, that's – that, 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 I'm sorry. He has every right to go to the guy that is sucking the life out of him and say, fix up or else. I I wish somebody would do that. Maybe we wouldn't have so many whiny players on this team. I I guarantee you ain't going to see none of that from Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva has a problem with a player. He goes to him on the pitch and he starts yelling at him. I've seen him do it. And now it's it's a teachable moment. Yes, he does teach in those moments. But it's not like he's we, whispering sweet little nothings in their ear because he don't play that. You know, he, he's old school. He's like, no, 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 we ain't having this. You either do your job or you're going to have, have your earful. And that's what you need. You have to have those players that, that aren't going to allow excuses for excuses. Excuses are like assholes. Everybody has them, and they all stink. I don't want to hear excuses from, joke. From, wee, wee, from, from, wee. from really, really high-paid players. Who cannot be bothered go out there and put their all out for 90 minutes.
2: Yeah, no, look, I'm with you. And, and these guys, they do play a sport to kick a ball for a living. I mean, let's be clear, guys. It's it's a child sport because children do play it. And uh, they do need to buck the fuck up. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have sympathy for Marco Correa. I'm just saying, figure it out, buddy. Figure it out.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I think they should just tar and feather Marco Correa. I should <laughs> go. Know. Code red on him. Code red. I'm ordering a... Hey, relax,
2: Deliverance. (laughs) Relax, all right? (laughs) No, that's not Deliverance. Come on, man. (laughs) Side note. Wayne Mould has asked me to explain to him American football. Wayne, I'm not doing that for you, buddy. Figure it out yourself.
1: Wayne, that's a a lot lot of rules to to go (laughs) down. Jesus Christ, Yeah, that takes you hours.
2: I love Wayne. Wayne's great.
0: Maybe, uh, may, may, maybe, Wayne, maybe research a Super Bowl Super Bowl ready for next year, not this year.
2: Yeah. Hey, by it's the not, way, Southampton exactly is it. considering uh, hiring Jesse Marsh. So there
1: yeah, I, I, I put that in the private chat. It right. doesn't matter who they hire, hire. They're going down, 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 down. But, um, Which is good. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I Southampton are just a bit of a weird club. So yeah, let them go down. Don't mind. Um, anyway. There was a player that didn't play yesterday that I think uh, a lot of people were calling to play, didn't even come on, uh, and that was Whoa. Karni Shukomeka. Um For me, I think I can understand that Potter didn't have lots on the bench, but that was one player he could have and should have brought on um, to actually make a difference. Uh, and for some reason or another... He doesn't seem to have the same trust in him as other players. Carlito, um, what do you think? What, what do you think the reason is that Potter's not playing Carney right now?
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't know how he trains. I mean, a lot of it. A lot of decisions are made in practice. You know, they're not. They're not always made on the game. You don't always say, "Okay, he's going to." play next game because he had a really good game today a lot of it is in the training picks now i'm not singling out carney i i, I don't know but i mean that could be an issue now he could be a great trainer you know i mean there there, there are players that um are lazy in training i mean you you hear about deli alley uh from uh Jose Mourinho marino and stuff like that so i'm not suggesting that that's what's going on with uh carney i just don't know i don't know because Right now, there's not really a lot of evidence evidence as to why. There's not any explanation as to why he's not playing because he is a really good player. I really like Carney Chukamega. I know Jared loves Carney. And uh, I I, I don't know, Matt, because I'm not there at training. And that's the only evidence that I have is that maybe it has something to do with training. But maybe, I don't know, maybe Grandpa is just getting it really wrong. Um, But again, I don't want to accuse him of anything because I simply don't know. But I am a little befuddled and I am a little confused
0: yeah Justice, do you think wow. it's the, do you think it's the typical kind of age thing of he's 18 years old pot up in a tight situation, doesn't want to trust an 18 year old to try and get him out of his problems?
1: like he's not to 18. Be fair,
0: most managers do haven't have done Chelsea. So. Uh, he's not eighteen um,
1: 19 or whatever he is I think he's twenty is he I think he's younger i I want to say he's, he's 20, but I, I could be wrong. First of all, I thought I had a stroke because I heard He's Carlito. 19.
2: Say, He's nineteen.
1: I thought I had a stroke because I heard Carlito say, I don't know. And I was like, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's never <laughs> said that in his life.
2: Never. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think the reason um, that Carney is not playing is because either they're trying to get Mount and Gallagher game time so they're sign, or they're trying to get him game time. So they can market them and get them out of here.
2: I, see, I, I don't think that that ever goes into Graham's head. I don't think he cares about contracts well, I don't, at all. That, well,
1: how do you know? You don't know what goes on.
2: Because if, <laughs> if, that, if that's the reason, because if he's, if he's playing Connor and Mount to sell them, that's a really stupid reason.
1: Well, you, you have to have him on the pitch. And they're still deciding what they should do with these players. And that's why they're yeah, playing. I, they know what I, they're going to do can't, with not I,
2: I know that this is a typical fan trope. I can't get you. I can't get there with you on this one, buddy. No way. Uh-huh. No way. Then can because, you explain it? Can you explain it? Jared, there's I no, don't, They're not he,
1: They're not better than Carney.
2: Jared, they're not. Uh, Jared, I'm not at practice, so I can't speak on it. I don't know.
1: You can't say that. You don't get to say, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I'm sorry, buddy. I got, I got nothing for you on this one because if it were my decision, I would be playing him. I think he's an awesome player. Yeah,
1: and he can play as a six, by the way. Yeah, bro,
2: him with Felix, woo, doggy. Yeah, man, I would love that. I mean, come on. But you know, it just it is what it is. I mean, right now, he even got Enzo playing out of position because, as much as he is, he can play holding mid. It's still his best position. Um, but everything's a little out of whack right now, and everything's a little schizophrenic. But I don't know. The Carney thing is very weird. Mount, oh my God! I mean the uh, the the ball that he could have squared across the box that he just didn't play. I mean it's just it's just it's just a laundry list of reasons why this player should be better off in Merseyside and not at Chelsea anymore. Mm.
0: But with the Carney Chukwemaka thing, I think I was disappointed he didn't start. Then Ruben Loftus Cheek gave the performance that he did, and I was like, okay, fair enough, fair enough to Graham Potter that Ruben done a good job there. And I can understand him potentially picking Ruben over Chukomeka in that instance. But I think to bring, especially when you need a goal, to bring Gallagher off, uh, bring Gallagher on for Ruben instead of um, Chukomeka, I just thought that that was the one point when I was like, Potter, what are you doing? Um, That was the one point I really got frustrated with Potter. I think it's the only time I've actually really properly gone... And start pulling hairs out of that. You
1: don't know what you're doing. You um, don't
0: know.
2: <laughs> but I, I mean, I you're flirting that... with Potter, out, Jared. You're flirting with it.
1: Yep. No hey, by the way, I think the Mudrick
2: with. I think I think Mudrick is getting pulled all the time because he may not be fit yet. The guy, guy hasn't played in a while. Yeah,
0: I, 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 no, but I completely understand Mudric being pulled because he's only played a handful of games for us or for anyone since October, since late October, and in the games that he has played, has had flu. So I don't think he's up to pick physical fitness. So I can understand him coming off. And then because you don't have Sterling on the bench, you have to bring on someone that's not very good, unfortunately. Um, so,
2: <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Matt.
0: <laughs> well, no, but you've got, you've got to bring on a Ziyech who is rubbish. You've got to bring on a Mason Mount who I cannot... I, if he's going to play a number eight, and num- potentially a number ten, I can maybe understand. But I never want to see Mason Mount play at wing again. And I think even Johnny, to a point, will say, "Do you know what? Yeah, I don't want him playing out of position because it's the reason he doesn't play very well." But I do not want to. Put- I do not want him playing out wide at all, at all. Um, I just don't
1: want him playing. Th- 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 I don't
0: th- want him th- playing. Th- that's the problem with Madrid. There was no one else to put on, so I can understand one of them going on in that position. The Kani-Chukwemeka thing was the one that I couldn't understand. Um, another one I couldn't understand was Habert staying on and Fafana not getting a chance. But again, Fafana hasn't had many games. But I hope that it's not a thing of... Chukwemeka's not going to get enough game time. Fafana's not going to get enough game time long term. And then you've also got Andre Santos that is still yet to come in. Potentially may or may not, depending on work permit. But and then when where does he fit into this, I think? For me, if when you, you're getting into it, Gallagher doesn't get into the squad. Yeah, really. No, if, squad. if I'm going to be really rude to Ruben, I don't think Ruben gets in the squad either. Ziesch doesn't get in the squad. You've still got Zakari and Kovačić to come back. I don't know how you fit him or win, but I think if you're going to give any, if you're going to give Chukumek a time, it's now because otherwise he's going to start getting frozen out as well.
2: Oh, Simon Johnson for the Athletic is writing an article saying that. Uh... We're absolutely going to be buying Chao Felix. No surprise, no surprise.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think we need to do much more up front. Uh,
0: seriously. No, I, I, I think maybe an Oshiman may be okay, but I don't want a static striker. Right.
1: And that's why.
2: Yeah, talking. I don't you either. I mean, look, you got you got everybody saying they want Vlaovic. Yeah, you, you watch him play. He's yeah. a big right. old school. Yeah. Immobile striker. No, yeah, I, no,
0: I, I, I no. Do, I do want a fluid striker. I just don't think Havertz is that fluid striker. Um, yeah. Carlito
2: will vehemently disagree with me that. Yeah, I love Havertz. You guys are never going to convince me otherwise.
1: But, That's uh, fine. He, I, I, believe, I believe he has immense talent. I just want him to show it on the pitch. I'm sorry. Uh, you're playing with better level of talent now. You've got Zhao Felix in there. You've got Enzo Fernandez. You've got Mudrik. You've got Mudweke. So you can't say it's well this he's playing with poor poor talent around him, right? You're getting better people. So I, I expect if you are if you have the talent that we all think you have, then you should be playing better than you are at this point. I've, I need I've to questioned. see some killer in him. I don't see I have a question for both yet. of
2: you. I have a question for both of you because I'm gonna I'm gonna play the Pep Guardiola model and say that each position needs two players. So in order to have a top team, you need twenty-two starters. All right. For the wings right now, Noni, okay, Mudrik, Raheem Sterling, who is the fourth one that we keep? Because we cannot play a season with three wings. You need four. Who are we keeping?
1: Well, as of right now, that, that play would be Havertz because he could play all the positions up front.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could, could even say for- Chuck, Chuck Wemeka can play. Out yeah. in yeah. as well.
1: I, I really don't want him there. Yeah, but I don't want him I there. But like a Harvey Vale it. or something like that. If you for need English. him there,
0: then you need him there.
1: Yeah, he could play there, but if you're saying established players that could play across the front, you've got, of course, the, the two new signings. You've got Jao Felix, you've got Christopher Nkunku. They can all, all of those guys can play. Yeah, but, uh, the so you, entire...
0: you, could put, you could put Felix out on the wing one time and Ludrick sure. in the middle. So you can, I think you, there's enough players to switch it around if there's yeah, Fair and, enough.
1: Fair
0: enough. So you, so and, you guys
2: but, are resigned to losing Pulisic and I yes.
0: think I think Zia should be out the door already, uh, and Pulisic, The only reason he's out the door is because he's cheese, but cheese, cheese, string hamstrings. Um,
1: <laughs> you want? You want to try that one yeah, again, no. Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to try again cheese hamstrings. Injury. He had a knee injury, not a hamstring.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I'm just, I, I just thought that was funny, so I'd, I'd say he's, it. But he's, but he's got ling-
2: he's got linguini legs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Roger
1: Uh-oh. just scored header from a set piece.
2: Yeah, best One team in
1: the
0: world. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, but we got such a big squad. And I think Potter needs to sort out who's staying, who's going. Um, we could sell the ones who's going and then bring in, a, bring in a Felix on the permanent. Do you get yourself a goalkeeper? Depends on who goes and who stays. Do you get yourself another midfielder? Again, I think it depends on who goes, who stays. Um, but I do think we haven't got much more to do.
2: No, I don't, I don't either. I, I think Andre Santos is going to really surprise people. Uh, Jessica swears by him and she watches him all the time so I'm going yeah. to uh, I'm going to re- defer to her Sa- on
0: if you can get if you got Santos who can ball you've got if Kanté potentially does sign this new contract and then you potentially get Zachariah in I don't think there's an, I don't think you need to get another midfielder unless we sell a lot of the midfielders
2: Yeah I'd love Zach to stay I think uh Zachary is great so I think
1: I think for 25 million it's not much to go wrong for. Apparently, we haven't made that decision if we're going to buy yeah. him or not. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: I can tell you, if you do have Zakaria and um, Santos or Andre, because he goes by his first name, like yeah. Enzo, um, those are the only two, really, that would that that would be more defensive that would allow Enzo to go forward more. That's that exact, that exactly
0: the what I was thinking, really.
1: Um, Conte really can't. He can, but he doesn't. He likes to... And that's not the best you get out of Conte. You want him roaming free and, and causing issues up, up further up the pitch. Same thing with Kovacic. Kovacic is not going to sit. He's, he's the dribbler to advance the ball. Ruben's not going to sit. So you need to at least have two sitters and
2: <clears throat> two
1: playmakers in in the, in the double pivot. Pardon me.
2: My goodness, I got spray through the microphone with that one, buddy. Woo! Uh,
1: no, Did it was a you... cough, no sneeze.
2: Oh, I still got spray.
1: <laughs> no, it was, that was clean, bro. let you come up with that one? Uh,
2: clean oh, that yeah. mouth, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to do that. Is there, is there, is there anything
0: else we want? Is there anything else we want to cover before we finish? So.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, ESPN is reporting that Liverpool. Um, is I Mason Mountain? ES Pen is always the last one to do it because they like to vet their sources the most. It's a requirement at the company. Um, yeah, no, nah, I, I think that I think that there's going to be a mass exodus coming real quick, and uh, I'm just, actually you, here for it. You man. just
0: want to talk about Mason Mount, don't you?
2: I in a rush,
1: Look, Mount going out. you know, you get 60, 70 million for him. That's pure profit count dollars are out, getting for $50 million because of the it inflated prices. Not that they're worth this money, but that is the going rate right now. Yeah. And we kind of set that rate. So,
2: look, uh, no, Transfer Market has Mason Mount's market value of 75 million euros. All right. And not for nothing, but I can be a little evil. And I want to see some disappointed Mason Mount fans. I'm not even going to lie.
1: Oh, I want to see a lot of them.
2: I want to. I want to drink those tears, like like Cartman did with Scott Tenorman. I want to drink those tears, baby. It fuels me. It makes me more evil, and I love it.
1: Are you gonna do the uh, evil laugh now? Where's your evil laugh? (laughs) 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 Work on it. Work on it. it.
2: That requires a little bit of work. I got to tailor that. I got to tinker, like Pep Guardiola. I got to (laughs) tinker.
1: Do you have a Mr. Burns excellent for me though? Excellent. There yeah, go. No, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, look, I, I know everybody, we have the, the academy stands in, in, in our fan base, but for me, Ian Matson's not coming back in this squad uh, because we better not be selling Ben Chillwell to keep Mark Kukurea. Ben Chilwill is no far, far better no. left back. Ma- no Man, City, Man
0: City are not taking our assets. They 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 can't afford just slap a big fee on Ben Chilwell and go. Let's see if you want to mess your finances even more up to
1: get that. But the problem is, um, like Kukureya, if you tried to sell him, you'd have to sell him at a loss, and you can't sell too many players at a loss. Whereas you so even though he's not playing great, you'll keep him and sell an Ian Matson because that's pure profit. There's yeah. no loss there, I, I, and you don't make I your pers- books right. I,
0: pers- I personally think of Matson. I think. If Burnley go up, I'm happy for him to stay at Burnley for another season, potentially sign oh, a new so contract good. to keep his value high,
1: and then sell him after that. Because
0: I think if he, plays, if he plays well in the Premier League, that's mega money you can get from that. Yep. I,
1: but you don't take that chance. You sell him after this season to Burnley, let's say £20 million.
0: Can Burnley they, afford that, though? I don't think so. They sure, they,
1: they're going to get the money going up.
0: <sighs> yes, but I think they've already they've got quite a few players out on loan that I think they probably would buy before and back. Yeah, I think mean, that's the problem with Burnley. They've got I think about six or seven on loan. Um, I don't know. I, I don't I, follow I Burnley. Of, no, don't them, I think a few of them are options to buy are F fees. I think they. I think there was rumours that they wanted to sign up Nathan Teller if he goes up. If Southampton go down, and they go up. So. I think they're going to be quite a lot of money spent on them loan players. Whether they'll want to spend it on Mattson is another question.
1: Well, for me, you use this academy in the way it was invented to be used. Sell, sell, and then buy, it, buy better players. Buy better players, like we've done with Enzo Fernandez. He's far better than anybody we had at the academy, anybody we have in the squad. I don't want to hear – so, you know what, Charlie Webster, You're next. <laughs> well, well you, you, don't, you don't want
2: you don't want to start Lewis Hall at D mid. You sure? No, no. Oh, I thought you were a hipster, bro.
1: I don't. I don't want to start any academy players other than Reese. Freaking James. Yeah. Seriously, what other academy player is good enough to start for Chelsea Football Club besides Reese?
2: Uh, Andreas Christensen.
1: He doesn't play for Chelsea football.
2: No, and it's so sad. Oh, man. But
1: so that just tells you the academy is there to make money for us so we can go out and buy better players. Yeah, and I and just, yes, you will find the academy diamond every once in so a while. We have a free James. Doesn't mean that everybody comes out there is a diamond, they're mo- mostly coal. All
2: right. Well, you always leave me satisfied, Jared.
1: Hey, that that's what she said.
2: Hey <laughs> Todd Packer was waiting for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, Maddie. This was uh this is a good one. It was a casual hour. Yeah. Talking about talking about the stupidity of our fickle fan base that want their treats right now. Uh yeah. well. Too Ooh. bad. You're going you're, you're, you're to be sitting there wanting. You're going to be sitting there disappointed because at the end of the day, Boli and Ngbali are backing Potter. So you can be Potter out all you want, but keep it to yourself because I'm tired of hearing it.
0: Yes. Before, before we do go, obviously this show will probably be put out by tomorrow. I don't know how Sadiq is doing tonight, but any news, merch, is it going to be up for tomorrow or are we going to have to wait a little bit longer?
2: Yes, yes, it should, unless Sadiq and Paul throw more curveballs my way that they didn't say they were going to do, or I need to rephrase that, but yes, the merch should be up and running, and uh, uh, otherwise, I'm I'm going to lose my mind with my coworkers, truly lose my mind. If you thought I lost my shit yesterday morning, oh boy, get prepared. So yes, merch should be ready to go. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. That,
0: that, that is the here we go that you've got. Here we go. Here so we go. All right, go and have a look. It's fact, the little snippets I've seen from from Carlito is fantastic. So do go and have a look. And if you want to buy some, buy some. If you want to buy lots, buy lots. Um, this brand is going to grow. We've already got great shows that we've had with me, Jess, Carlito. Streams are going up. We've got 30k on uh, the YouTube. These podcasts are going to come out consistent. The articles will be back. I am assembling a team, the little Avengers team right now. uh, And we are going to smash this shit up. Um, So stay tuned and enjoy what's going to come. Uh, No brown envelopes from this channel, unfortunately. Um, Sorry, Johnny. But anyway, let's finish up here. Jesters, Carlito, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having us. Uh, Sure. Always a pleasure to have you on. So everyone listening, thank you for listening.
1: You can find us on our usual platforms uh, and all I can say is up the shelves.